0: Hello, this is Roger Shouse, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our heaven-bound podcast family. Jump Start number 2044, first written February 23rd, 2018. Second Timothy 4 verse 6. For I'm already being poured out as a drink offering and the time of my departure has come. The time is here. Paul was about to exit this world. Locked in a Roman prison, having stood before Caesar once, he knew that this would be it. He would be executed. There was no escaping this time. There was no getting out of this. His departure had come. His life was almost over. His work was now finished. We understand that expression when flying. We look at the monitors at the airport, and we make sure we're at the right gate at the right time. The time of our departure is important when flying. It's one thing to miss a flight, but there's no missing this coming appointment with death for Paul." There are two perspectives that we need to look at with this expression, the time of my departure has come. First is the perspective of the church. Paul had been everywhere. Paul was completely engaged in the work of the kingdom. How would those Christians survive in a world without Paul? He was answering questions for the Corinthians. He had told the two sisters in Philippi to get along. He had written to Philemon and encouraged him to take back his runaway slave. He was building the backbone for Timothy so he would not be timid. Paul's fingers are on nearly every page of the New Testament and engaged in nearly every church that we read about. He is warning. He is encouraging. He is solving problems. He is pleading with others to do better. He's teaching. He's preaching. He seems to be simply everywhere. But one day, brethren would wake up and there would be no Paul on earth. He had departed. I expect for a while that there was an emptiness felt and a wondering what will we do? Can't write Paul about this. He's not here. Can't seek Paul's advice on this. He's no longer among us. Life without Paul. Secondly, from heaven's perspective, there was no one like Paul. We trace the steps in Acts. We call it Paul's missionary journey, city after city, church after church. We don't refer to Andrew's missionary journeys. We don't talk about the work of Thomas. Outside of Peter and a little about John, most of the work of the apostles is left to speculation, legends, and vague historical accounts outside the Bible. Paul was leaving. Paul was departing. When the apostle James was killed by Herod, there didn't seem to be much of a loss in momentum, growth, or spread of the gospel. Things moved on without him. The kingdom didn't seem to skip a beat. The other apostles died one by one. We're not told when or how. But with Paul, there are pages and pages about the good that he did for the kingdom. Who would take his place? Who would fill his shoes? Who would care like he cared? Who would sacrifice himself like he did? Life without Paul. There are some lessons for us in this. First, there is a transition taking place late in the New Testament that shifted from the voice of the apostles to the written word. It was the inspired word that would fill the place of the apostles. It was that word that disciples would refer to when they had questions. It was that word that would encourage them and warn them. The word would go farther and farther than what the apostles ever did. The word would do more good than the apostles ever did personally. The death of Paul and the other apostles was not the crippling blow to the church. It was part of God's plan. The maturing church would need not physical apostles to survive. The word of God would supply all that they needed. Secondly, the church is longer, larger, and stronger than any one of us. None of us today are close to what Paul was. We are not inspired. We cannot do miracles. We're not one of the chosen apostles. The church survived without the apostles, and it can survive without us. The kingdom is bigger than we are. The death or the moving away of an elder or preacher can take the wind out of us, but it doesn't defeat us. Others can rise up and do rise up. Preachers have come and gone and congregations have survived. This reminds us of our place and role in the kingdom. We are servants and tools of God for the moment. We do all that we can for this generation. We use what is available for us to teach and encourage and build the kingdom. Those before us did the same thing in their generations. Preachers rode on trains and outlined lessons on chalkboards. They used mimeographs and carbon paper to make copies of outlines. Before that, preachers rode in buggies and on horseback. They carried lessons in saddlebags and preached in barns and in homes and in courthouses. Today, we're using the Internet, live streaming across the world, and making material in bright colors. The technology and the methods have changed, but we're doing the same work. Aside from a few well-known names, most of us today do not know the names of those hard, tireless workers just a hundred years ago. They did their work, and their time of their departure came. The same will be for us. We do all that we can, working as hard as we can, realizing that most in the next generation will not remember us. But it's heaven that never forgets. Thirdly, the good that is done is known to eternity. Most of the names that Paul helped, taught, encouraged are not known to us. There are few names here and there in the New Testament, but the majority of those early disciples are not known to us. God knows them. Their faith and their love for the Lord is known to heaven. Those that walk faithfully with the Lord will be numbered among the saved in heaven. But the same is true of us. Outside of the community and the church where we worship, even most today do not know the lives and the names of those in other parts of the kingdom. The work of God goes on. Heaven is being filled, and devoted saints were taught and encouraged and helped God's tireless tireless workers. Someday, the time will come for our departure. What good did we do? A person here, a person there? It may not look like we did very much at all. We may wonder, what good am I doing? The good you're doing is changing the eternity for someone. You're shining the light in a dark world. You're raising a family to know Jesus. You're making a difference. You're passing on the pure word of God. Life without Paul, here we are today, and we are doing fine. Someday it will be life without us. The kingdom will do fine. Others will step up and do what they can. Their work will continue until God pulls a plug on this world and Jesus comes. Servant after servant, soldier after soldier, we're in this grand work of telling the world about Jesus. I expect that first Sunday, as news spread about Paul's death, there was some sadness and tears, but sermons were preached. The word was taught, the work carried on, the torch was passed into other hands, and now that same torch has reached our hands. We carry it today with honor. We carry it knowing that those who carried it before were such noble people. We carry it carefully, understanding that someday we too must hand this torch to others. Life without Paul. What an interesting thought that is. Thank you for listening.